Hey y'all, this is your girl Shannon. And this is Nick. And this is the fifth episode of More Than Curlyville. Alright, so first I want to apologize because we did take a break and we didn't say nothing. Yeah, I have to say sorry. People have been looking for us. We want to follow and we got to be sensitive. But people take breaks all the time. Alright, but we got to make an announcement. That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. True. True. Um, But back to what I was saying. We did take a break. We are both on spring break right now. And, Praise um, Jesus. Nick said, I think we should just take a break. I sure did. And so we did. We took a break from Music Mondays. We took a break from school. And we took a break from this. So, we're back. we are back. Yes. (laughs) But before we get into the actual show, babe, why don't you do your shout out? Are we doing the Canada person or my mom? Your mom. So this shout out goes to Drumroll Please, as if they haven't already heard. I'll do it myself, thanks. My mother. Mama Row. <laughs> Mama Row. Um, she's been a faithful listener. Yes, she has. She called when she called. the last episode did not drop. She did. Um, she also called us and asked more questions about us and what we're doing. So I appreciate your interest and uh Keep listening. Yeah. Shout out to Mama Ro. I really do appreciate um, the few, even though they're far and few in between, we really do have some good conversations. Um, And when she called us to ask us about questions about our previous episodes, um, it felt good. I like to know that she's listening and engaged and, you know, learning about us from a different perspective. So I wish my mom could get on board. She will eventually, right? She support she supports me in all the ways that she can, but her and technology are just not I forgot. She just got cable. They are not friends. Yeah. They're not friends. She did not get cable. She just oh, got Wi Fi. Yes. I lived my entire childhood without the internet, probably with the exception of like maybe three years, and that's excluding the dial up era. And I I think three years is pushing it. But anywho, yeah. My mom, I like to say she lives under a rock. She's like the life of the party. She's very energetic. She likes to be in and around physical people. She doesn't really do the whole technology thing. She'll get on Facebook while she's at work. (laughs) She stay on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) While she's at work. Okay. But other than that, um, yeah. I don't even think she knows what a podcast is, but I'm I'm working on it. We're working on it. Baby steps. Like I said, she just got Wi-Fi, so she'll probably be tuning in in about three years. Because <laughs> that's just how her timeline works. But yeah, shout out to Mama Ro. Thank you for listening and tuning in to us. Um, also, we're going to do a small little mini shout out to um, the 1%. I just saw I was checking the Anchor app. Shout out to Anchor. Um, and it showed us in my demographics that we have a 1%, uh, which I'm assuming is just one listener, <laughs> but in Canada. So whoever you are, thanks for listening and shout out to you. We would love to hear from you. Um, and if anybody else is listening from far or near, you know, hit us up. Give us a shout out. We'll give you one back. Word. All right. So we're talking about... Um... Well, I guess our first segment is just the break. How how's your break been so far? My break has been eye opening. It has definitely been relaxing. Um, it's been really good. It's been good. It's a well needed break. Um, got a lot of work to do when I get back to work, but I feel like I can tackle that now. Whereas before the break, I was starting to feel a little overwhelmed. By a lot that was going on. Um, so now I feel refreshed and ready to finish out this year strong and keep on moving. How about you? I feel good. I ain't had to wake up <laughs> at five. So <laughs> I have to wake up at mm. five o'clock. That was real. Actually, light. it was. It was rough because I'm not a morning person, but I'm doing it and I'm proud of myself yes, for doing it. You but doing a great job. She gets up before me now, y'all. That's that used For to be real. unheard of. My alarm goes off at like four fifteen, and I probably get up at like four forty five. 
515. <laughs> you need an hour set up? I do. Okay. I mean, yeah. it's early, so I feel you. Yeah. But yeah, so I watch, um, I watch a little girl in the mornings because her mom is in the military. So, you know, they have to be at work at the crack of dawn. Um, so the daycare isn't open the time that she needs to like get there to be on the ship. So I watch her and take her to the daycare before I go to work. But yeah, it'd be a long day for me. So I've been sleeping like I ain't never slept before. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, my break has been great. I'm good. You know? Yeah, I'm good. Um, we've been having a lot of gatherings and not so much having gatherings, but being around a lot of people this week. Yeah. Um, during spring break. Um, it started on Sunday with the Game of Thrones watch party. Started on Saturday. What? Because our godson had a birthday party. It started on Saturday because yeah. my godson, my Aries brother. <laughs> oh, God. Turned one years old on Saturday. Oh, God. He sure did. That was, I forgot all about that day. I low-key erased it from my mind because I was the employee of one. Shout out to Sierra. I was the employee of one on the manual labor um, piece for the setup of that party that day. Um, I'll say, I won't say one. They were other hands. Carlton was doing a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was cooking and stuff. But I'm talking about, like, before oh. they got there, I was blowing balloons. I was, uh, you know, moving Shout out to here. your light post. <laughs> Everybody thought it was a lily. Oh, what was it? <laughs> well, first of all, so what Shannon is talking about, y'all, is that the birthday party was Sesame Street themed. And my best friend, Sierra, she is... Um, an artist. That's a good word. <laughs> she is very much so an expressive artist. And yeah. so when she sees something in her head, she really just goes above and beyond. So she created a lamp post out of balloons to kind of like mimic Sesame Street. And she changed um, all of the, you know, decorations and stuff to kind of cater to her son. And uh, he loves Elmo. And and really enjoy Sesame Street as a whole, but I think Elmo is his favorite. And um, yeah, it was just fun to see all of it kind of come to life and how she had the letter sponsor and the the number sponsor, just like Sesame Street was like, this is brought to you by the letter L and the number one. It was real cute. Um, but with all of that cuteness comes actual construction. Now I will admit I did not create the banner. The like Sesame yeah. Street banner over the that door. Was that was that, that was, was really nice. nice. Um, but however, next to the banner was supposed to go, the light post. The light post. Yeah. It's not and a banner. It's a street. Sign. It's street sign. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, it was very interesting because round balloons and a rectangular wall and tape and glue was all too much. It got done, but by the end of the party, all of the balloons were on the floor, all the kids were playing with them, and at first, I had got an attitude pretty early. <laughs> did you really? I did. You know I that was going to happen. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. It's just that when the first balloon fell, I just wasn't ready for it to happen then. It was too early in my in my eyes. I had, I was still wiping sweat off from the labor that I had put in from gluing them up there. It took a lot. And you know I'm not that tall, and it was all the way at the top, and I was in there by myself because at this point, Sierra had left to go get the um, the big balloons, the big Elmo balloons that was um behind his chair, so it was just me mm-hmm. down there, you know, working it out. But it it was it was really nice. You're right. It did start on Saturday, fresh off the break. That's the first day off. So yeah, Saturday was his party, and then Sunday um, we hosted a little Game of Thrones. It was real slight, but it was well needed. A Game of Thrones premiere. Um, and I wound up sleeping on my friends that night. I remember that. I was so tired. You did. But you know what? It's just hitting me that it probably was from that party the day before. Because <laughs> I had already moved on to the next thing so fast. But yeah, we watched Game of Thrones. Um... I indulged a little bit because that was the beginning of my spring break and birthday week. And so, yeah, I may have um, fell asleep because I was a little tipsy. 
But I saw the whole episode of Game of Thrones, and that was the goal. So, in my book, it was a good day. Um, so then what happened? That was Sunday. So what happened on Monday? Monday, um, they came over here again, and y'all day drinked a little bit. Because I just got downstairs. You said, Megan here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Okay. So, well, Monday was the day before my birthday. So, that's very much so okay. It's okay. Yeah. Just saying. I, that's... I, I dare say acceptable. You know? Or expected. But let me give you all the preface. So, when... January 1 came, I had made a New Year's resolution to myself, I didn't even really tell many people until like a week or two later, that um, I wasn't going to drink any hard liquor, and that I was only going to have wine and beer um, when I felt, and that I wasn't going to have hard liquor again until my birthday. And so seeing that my birthday fell on spring break, as I got closer... I kind of let up a little bit and was just like, I can make this a week thing. I can drink now. Because why not? And that was my prerogative. So that's what I did. And um, I enjoyed it. And so then brought in Tuesday, my birthday, which I normally try to stay up till midnight. I didn't. Because like Shannon Let's said, talk about Tuesday. we was getting some rest. Okay, go ahead. Monday night, actually. What happened? Because she was being a butthole that day. I was like, you going to stay up with me? No, you was looking for someone on TV. Oh, yeah. And he was like, well, yeah, because I got a little bit of time I before my birthday. I had planned on staying up to So I'm night. like, okay. Yeah, I did. I had made that plan. I did. And then, you know, I'm trying to keep you up, and the attitude started kicking in, y'all. <laughs> it happens. Attitude started kicking in. So, eventually, you just fell asleep. Yeah, I was about to say, it probably was a little, like, sleep crankiness. And that's all I can chalk it up to be. Right. Of course. <laughs> and, um, yes. So, then your birthday, I let you sleep until 12. Y'all, this is, like, at least two. An hour and a half. And, um, 12 o'clock came around, and I tried to wake you up. Tried to celebrate with you, and he just like you know, kind of low key pushing me off, rolling his eyes. So I left his ooh, <laughs> <laughs> all of which I don't remember. I left his behind downstairs, and I she went did. upstairs, and I woke up at like four a.m. on my birthday <laughs> by myself in the living room, feeling abandoned As and, he and misunderstood. <laughs> Oh, please. I didn't know what happened. And so I just went on the bed. So I was over him. Yeah, she was. I didn't think much of it, though. It was just whatever. Your birthday morning was a little tense. Yeah. When we woke up. That's true. Because I was still sleepy because I had just went to sleep at four. You did not just go to sleep. (laughs) Well, by sleep, I mean sleep in the bed. It wound up being a good day. Good. Good. I'm glad that's what it was. <laughs> it wound up being a good day. So Tuesday is here. It's um, your birthday. We went to breakfast. We did. We went to breakfast. Then we went to get um, manicures and pedicures. We did. That took forever. It did. My nail technician was just talking and talking. And so, y'all, I was always, per, per usual, I would assume, when any couple goes to get that done. But I was done way before her with the manicure and way before her with the pedicure. You were. It was at least, what, an hour? I would hope not. <laughs> I'm thinking more like 35 minutes. It didn't feel like an hour. Like, the total time we were there was only like two hours, which is still in my book too GD long. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I looked back. I didn't even see nobody work on you. I ain't see nobody do nothing. I looked back and I thought you were still waiting on me so we could both get our pedicures done at the same time. But you was like, no, I'm done. Yeah, no, they didn't because they were short staffed. So they were trying to just get people done. And so they they did it. She went and got me done. When the man and the lady walked in later, because it was like three of them and then it was five. 
So when the last two walked in, they started pedicures right away. Mm. So, but yeah, so we went and got manicures and pedicures. That was cool. Then we went to the movies to see Little. And Little was really good. Yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that movie. Um, what's that little girl name? Uh, Marseille Martin, I believe. Now she from Blackish. She wrote that or she directed it. She or both? produced it. Um, so but I, I get confused. I feel like it's that. more. It's more to it than that. But I know that she definitely had a hand in producing it. So producers are people who like um, help fund the the project, mm-hmm. and you know help with the needs of making sure that it works and it happens. So yeah, she did that, and um, Issa Rae was hilarious. I love Issa Rae from Insecure, um, but it was good to see her on the big screen um, and doing her thing. Also, shout out to, uh, I think his name is either Tony Bell. He was the um, he was in Disjointed, for those who watched Disjointed on Netflix. He played the security guard. He was also in Little, and um, he's pretty funny to me as well. He did a good job. But yeah, that was a pretty dope cast all the way around. And um, really funny movie. So if you haven't seen it, I suggest you go see it. So yeah, after we did the movies, what did we do? You was about to go back to see Eris House. And I was like, don't do that. Yes, because I wanted to see my godson. I saw him on my birthday. I mean, on his birthday. And I wanted to see him on my birthday. Yeah, I just didn't think it was a good idea. Sierra had to work that morning and she wanted yeah. to take a nap. Even though now she said she didn't anyway. So we should have just went. Right. But... That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but yeah, so I was trying to help her and, you know, being yeah, prepared very, for the festivities. She was being very considerate. Oh, yeah, because I did have plans. <laughs> this just got interesting because I just remembered yeah. the rest of that day. <laughs> so, yeah, we decided to not go to Sierra's house. She wanted to get some rest um, because the baby was asleep. And I was texting her being funny. She was like, yeah, he's down for a nap. And I was like, well, not for long. Because I'm on the way, and I'm going to come and wake him up and spend time with my godchild because I love him so much. But yeah, um, then Shannon talked me out of it. So I listened, because I do that sometimes. And um, so instead we went home, and we chilled out for a little second. We didn't? I thought we um, changed clothes and all of that. No. Did we? What did we do then? Was that Wednesday? Let's see, we we talked about Tuesday. After the movies, we almost went to Sierra's house. We didn't. We came home. Okay, maybe I don't we remember did. Going, I don't remember going nowhere else. I thought we went out to Ocean View or something. That we was that, that day. One of these days. That wasn't Wednesday. I mean, that wasn't my birthday. That wasn't Tuesday. Right, but any so yeah, we went <laughs> we went home and we started getting ready because my plan was to go to Top Golf. I had never been to Top Golf. It's been in this area. I don't know for what, maybe three or four years now. Is that been, long? I feel like at least three two. years. Let's say two and a half. But it's been here for a while. I've never been. Um, I've always heard people having a good time. Um, my friends love to tell me about the time Alan Iverson was there, and he was like buying drinks for everybody and like pay for everybody tab and stuff. Um, not that I was looking for anything like that to happen, but I can't. Because <laughs> ain't he in financial issues? Like <laughs> this was a while ago, though. I don't know. I thought he's been having money problems for years, but continue. Uh, well, anyway, I had told a few folks I was heading out to Top Golf, um, so we all wound up getting there, and it was cool. It was a it was packed because my birthday was on Tuesday, and Tuesday is their half off day, right? Yeah, Tuesday is their half off day. So when I get in there, it's like. My friend beat me to, met us there. She beat us there, and she was like, it's an hour and 45-minute wait. And so in my head, back in my head, I'm like, I don't know. Is it even worth it? I don't, you know. I ain't never golfed before. Is it even that deep? You it's know? Not. It's not. I didn't <laughs> think it was. Not. And so, but I knew that they had, like, a bar situation and all of that kind of thing. So I was like, well, yeah, I don't care. Um, I don't mind the wait. We just going to sit up there and, you know, have a few drinks and eat some good food and hang out with each other. So I won't really ch- tripping. But um, 
So that's what we did. So we went to the third floor, the top floor of the bar, and we were sitting at the bar and having a good time. And the time kind of flew. In my opinion, it didn't really take that long or as long as I thought. Um, I guess I feel like a lot of people wind up leaving because the wait was too long. And um, so it kind of bumped a few of us up low key. So we finally get to um, our bay for where we... Um, I'm sorry. I do want to say I th- I'm glad I listened to you. Can you speak I- up? <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Can you say that in the mic? I don't think the folks heard you back They home. heard me. What'd you say? I said, I'm glad I listened to you. Because I was about to do that whole thing. The whole shenanigans. Oh, yeah. When I first told Shannon that I wanted to go to Top Golf, and that was probably about, what, two weeks ago. She had, like she does, y'all. She's, she is such a loving woman. Love her to death. That's my ride or die. But she went and, like, talked to the people, tried mm-hmm. to get, like, a whole party situation. It was going to cost, like, somewhere north of $300. Well, it was going to be $700. That's somewhere north. That's a lot north. <laughs> <laughs> a lot north. Oh, yeah. Okay. And just a whole lot for, like, a party and reservation so we didn't have to go through all of the wait and stuff. And I told her, no, I ain't really want that because... I kind of wanted this party to be chill. We decided that 2019, we weren't going to do too much. We got two big vacations planned in the summer. Um, we're trying to save for a wedding. So I wasn't really trying to do m- nothing too extravagant, and especially um, a price tag that large. So I was just like, no, we ain't got to do that. We can just go and, you know, kind of treat it like a bowling trip. Everybody pay for their shoes and your mission and your food and we just all there and having a good time and so that's kind of what we did and it worked out for the most part so we finally get to the bay one of the workers is helping us out i find out that he's from baltimore um so we was um just talking about you know my high school and all that stuff his mom worked there shout out to you bro yeah so we getting set up i set shannon up because the reservation was under her name so I set her up. Do you up. know me and you was going <laughs> through a whole battle I over know, there? I know. <laughs> so I set Shannon up because her name pops up. And then I go sit down because Shannon walks over and he's like, all right, well, let me get everybody else set up. So I, I was done. But I was also a little lit. <laughs> so I never told anybody that I'm not Shannon, <laughs> you know, because I'm assuming that's what he assumed because that's what I set up. I set up Shannon. So Shannon walks over there and they are just at this computer forever. And I'm like, it didn't take me that long. And so when I walk over there, probably about, it was probably like three minutes, which is a long time. (laughs) It is. So let me tell you. So he's like, well, put your name in. So I'm putting my name in or he asked for like my, I don't know. I think it was my email or something like that. And it kept saying no match. So then I put my name in and my name came up and I can't remember what happened, but it was like. I don't know. We kept going through this tiff of like, bro, <laughs> I'm putting this in. You saying that's not working. I put this in. You say that's not working. So like, what's happening? Like, you telling me I can't play? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I finally walk over there and I see her name is on the thing. I'm like, well, maybe I I need to go like as me because Shannon's already set up. Like, that's what I did first. Right. And so, so he's like, oh, so you're Shannon? <laughs> I'm like, yes. God. And that was funny. Because I didn't realize that I had set you up for failure by already setting you up. I thought I was doing your service. <laughs> but I forgot to like, mention no, to everybody involved. A Shannon Jackson. Yeah. It can't happen. <laughs> so, yeah, that was funny. And so now as I'm getting ready to put my name in and actually set myself up so that the rest of the crew can do the same, the power power goes out. All of it. I'm going to make sure y'all heard me again. (laughs) The power went out at Topgolf. It was pitch black. It was pitch black. And I was just like... And I won't go nowhere. We sat we here sat for an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Are you telling me? Ooh. And so, hot. I, you, yeah, I would have initially been like, I pissed. wasn't hot. Right. I think we were still tipsy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. We were definitely <laughs> lit. So I would normally be like, pissed. Like, this is my birthday. This is the event I wanted to do. And then some crap like this going to happen. But all I could do was laugh. I thought it was so funny. 
because it just was like, I'm fine with this too. <laughs> you know, I'm out the house. I just wanted to be outside. You know, it's spring break. I was fine. I was so content. And all I did was sit there and just was like, oh, wow. And so it took them a while to try to figure out what was going on until they realized they can't power back up the entire building because um, some, it was the entire street that had went out. So they, um, you know, kindly, kindly asked us to exit. and um, <laughs> We evacuate. Right. It was an evacuation <laughs> type deal, but it was fine. Um, so what I wound up doing was just relocating to an Irish pub down in town center. Um, got some food, got some, got some more drinks, and um, yeah, had a good time. It was funny, though, because I was just like, I never would have thought that I would have had that kind of vantage point because we were on the third floor. It was pretty high. You know, Top Golf is set up like a one-sided or like a building with a w- outside wall missing type deal. Yeah. So you can see the entire interstate and like all of this space out in front of you. And it was just funny to be in like pitch black and all you see is like car lights driving back and forth on the highway from that vantage point. It was pretty cool. So I was content, but yeah. Um, what was the name of that pub? I think it's called Mulligan's. Milligan's? Keegan's. Keegan's. Psych. I'm thinking about a pub back in Baltimore. Lord. Yeah. Keegan's was um really cool. They had a, a nice little uh guitar player live music situation he was pretty cool i yeah. I was listening in and out he sounded okay <laughs> so, um so yeah that was fun so that was the birthday so yeah so wednesday up till now we've just been kind of like kicking it and that leads into the next point <laughs> we've been spending a lot of time with each other this week um because as you all know shannon is a full-time entrepreneur um, so she's been home. Don't say it like <laughs> How would you like me to say it? How would you like I've it been to be home saying? more than I usually am. Okay. That's true. Okay. All right. But sure. it's not like I just been home. I'm talking about this week specifically. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> okay. Anyway, as y'all can hear, we've been home and well with each other more times than normal normal and so we've been just spending a lot of time with each other and i think the overall word that we've come to understand this time spent um is what is annoyed i told shannon the other day that she annoys me um (laughs) i meant it (laughs) i still love her i love her no different but i have i told like i told her and this is kind of what we talked about we had a few talks this week and um this podcast is about you know us having open conversation and so that was one of the convos that we had about just getting used to being around each other more often because when we first got together what was that four years ago three years ago mm-hmm. that's a long time we was always around each other. We and and it wasn't really an issue. Yeah, it wasn't an issue. We were still trying to get to know each other though. And I think that's why I was like, oh, okay. But now I know you and it's like what's that face mean? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's so fine. Okay. That's okay. But yeah, so we just and then I'm not used to being home. Like, I usually come home late after 6, and I left at, like, 7. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then even then, still having to go back out. So, I didn't really spend a lot of much time at home. Like, yeah. it's, it's an um, excessive amount now. That's true. And, I, and that's what we were talking about is just the simple fact that I didn't want the basis of our relationship changing or being wrapped around the fact that I just miss you because Mm -hmm. I wasn't seeing you and so I was glad that we had this time back together again um because even though it was annoying it was it was also very fun you are a good time you are you really are she looking at me y'all like this and (laughs) (laughs) because you don't say it what you don't you always give me these little looks like Cause you irky. Here we go. <laughs> you are irky. Don't get me wrong. You irky. But well, whatever. 
But good it's it's a good time. I'm not gonna lie. You are funny. When Tell you the people, be. bro, because we had this discussion this weekend too. That was you last said night. <laughs> <laughs> when I told Shannon she won't funny. Because <laughs> I am. She does make me laugh. We've talked about this on the podcast before. Shannon, you have a a goofy sense of humor. Right. And you're not goofy. That's true. I'm not. (laughs) But I have a more sarcastic sense of humor. You do. And I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be over it. Yes. And that's the basis of my humor. Just being over it. But. (laughs) It is. Shannon has this goofy sense of humor, and it is funny. I do enjoy it, but Shannon thinks she's like I am. Kevin Hart. She thinks she's like the top notch comedian of the world, bro. Ask Just about because me. no, Ask about, let me tell please. them. Let me tell the people because she told me this last night. Like this was supposed to put a tick on her belt. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she's the funniest person in the world because she believes her sister is not funny. And her sister looks to her. This is her older sister, mind you. Her sister looks to her for approval and encouragement when she's telling jokes. So that makes Shannon believe that she's just creme de la creme, you know, top notch. And I'm like, your sister only had one example, and that was you. Because y'all lived together and y'all grew up together. (laughs) And you're going to try to sit here and tell me that that's enough. (laughs) But it is. See? But it is. And this leads me to the next point (laughs) about my annoyance with Shannon is that Shannon, for those of you who did not know, Shannon played basketball for a good chunk of her life. Um, She's very competitive when it comes to anything, really, sports, games, life in general. We wouldn't take it that far. (laughs) Wow. So, as you can see, case in point. um, (laughs) With her thinking she's just the number one comedian in the world. She just has a problem with being competitive. And so I had to tell her about that this week, too. And it was just like, okay. (laughs) All right. She ain't never really going to beat me in injustice, even though she loved to play like she can. I let her win sometime, but we ain't really got to go there. Wow. Is that true? (laughs) Is it true? Sometimes I just be tired. My thumbs hurt. I always give you a run for your money, though. And then there are some times when you do beat me. But there are times when you let me beat you? Yes, most times it's a rematch because I'll just be over it. God. Wow. Now, <laughs> don't, if it's like the third or fourth rematch, Shannon, yes. Because I want a new character. My thumb hurt. Don't do that. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. Because she will keep playing with the same character over and over again because she keeps losing. I'm trying to see something. <laughs> Okay, shoot. What else did we talk about this week? Um. So yeah, the other thing we talked about was um. I guess just our future. Yeah, in a sense. Yeah, um, our future. Spending more time together has really brought about some things that we needed to discuss, which I'm happy we did. Um, because it's a learning process. Yes, I'm actually drawing drawing a blank. Okay. No lie. <laughs> um, I guess to sum it up, we kind of had, a, like she said, to talk about our future and more specifically, like, where we're going, how we're going to get there. Thank um, you. Uh, it was more so geared around me taking the lead, um, you know. Sorry, being... I didn't mean to be like, rah. Was I? No, I don't think you were at all. It was a very open, calm conversation, which is what I love and appreciate most. I kind of had to like sit with myself and and think about my thoughts and kind of answer some of those questions for me before I could even really answer them for you. Because I do feel like right now I'm kind of in a stagnant position when it comes to like where my future is going. Um, so I'm glad I had that time to actually like unpack that a little bit this week and kind of like deal with it, figure it out, focus in on it, you know? I've been sick this whole spring break. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, anyway. She has. I haven't had so much apple cider vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I mean, I know it's good for you, but when I asked for a cup of tea, I didn't mind if it was just regular. But you yeah. said it was good. It was great. It was a really good cup of tea. I ain't gonna lie. But I still was like, oh, we sick. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't cook. No. <laughs> but no, to even go deeper into it, so I think, and I had it. I had it. This is why I be getting fussed out, because people say, I don't let you talk. I know. That's why I'm trying to think about what I was just about to say. Oh, I think what brought up the conversation, I was like, what are we going to do <laughs> about this wedding situation? Oh, and I yeah. don't know if, um, because the wedding is it's expensive. And we like we said before, y'all, we young, we don't have a whole lot of money. So we were trying to figure out some some solutions, but it just felt like I won't give him give him much uh, leeway with this one over here. What do you <laughs> so, mean by that? Like everybody can agree that a wedding of two hundred people is a humongous wedding, right? So like the most efficient way to cut costs is to cut people. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's true. But you are not. So, y'all. And let me tell y'all, okay? Okay. <laughs> because he is over his 100. <laughs> That's where it begins. <laughs> he is at like 120. No, I'm at like 112. Don't do me. Bro, I you're slim at like the list. 120. No, it's like 113, 115 at the most. But it ain't, I don't, I don't feel like it's that high. Either way, he's already over his numbers. By a few. By. So, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, ways that we could still be both happy with the results. It's just not as many people can come, so it has to be our core people, and he is just not biting, like, <laughs> on these numbers. So, it ain't really much I can do. So, yeah, I kind of asked him this weekend, like, what's happening? And he threw 2021 at me. I did. That was at Top Golf. It was. And I was like, no. (laughs) No. I don't want to do that. Um, But yeah, yeah, that just frustrated me. She, Yeah, she was coming from like the point of um, if we don't do it, it'll never get done. Like we'll just keep postponing it and we'll keep pushing it back. And I will admit that um, when she said that to me, it registered um, as something that I could see definitely happening. Um, but at the same time, I know that this is something that we want to do. I just want to make sure that we're fully prepared for it. And I don't, I want our wedding to be everything that we want. Shannon does have me on the people, y'all, the number. And that's only because all my, most of my, if not all my family is not in Virginia. They're from coming from Maryland. They're coming from far away. And, um, I even got family in Pennsylvania who could possibly be coming all the way down to Virginia for my wedding so I do got the numbers I'll give her that but when it comes to everything else like what like venue and what well I, okay she now has, the venue that we forward. both want is the one that we both want okay. it's not just me but nine times out of ten the reason why I want a venue is because it holds the numbers but so i want what i'm saying is my preface is the numbers and your preference right. is extravagance right but does not the, the number one venue we want hold both of that yeah it but it comes with a and fan- the looks yeah but it comes with a fancy price tag that, exactly. that i know we won't have that's what i'm saying now. but everything else is lower in numbers right but what I'm but saying- you will not bite on the numbers is yes, what i'm telling you exactly but what i'm saying <laughs> is that with more time we won't have to adjust the numbers because we can just save and spend what we need to for the sake of the numbers and here's my next point (laughs) okay because i was mad with you babe if you say we're gonna save then i need to see that we are going to be saving yeah because there's no point in me saying okay we're going to take another year for us to save and we still got the same amount of money we got in our banks right now. Agreed. Then I'm going to be upset because now this uh, is agreed. year. 
And so we also, what else did we do this week? We sat down and we did our budget. And um, so we're making strides. We're Y'all making see strides. how you came right out of that. <laughs> For came real. right out. Because if she's right, and there's no need to uh, beat me up about it, but I'm wow. pretty, I'm pretty um, terrible with my finances. I wouldn't say terrible, but on a scale of like one to ten, I'm at a smooth four. Let's say three and a half. <laughs> Because you like to sit on this four number. Okay. Let's be honest. Me. She's trying me, y'all. <laughs> Let's be honest. Anyway, so we did our budget, um, looking into more opportunities for employment and more access to more funds. We got a game plan going, which I think is going to work for us. I'm now, but what got us there to this game plan? You. Not like that, babe. <laughs> then tell me. It was you. We but. had another talk, though, right? We were talking about um, pretty much like what you want to do in terms of like this career stuff. And like you said earlier, like taking the lead. And like I, I want to follow you. Not necessarily follow, but. Like, I believe you have this vision because you are the head of the household. I feel like, okay, if this is what he strongly believes in, then this is where God wants to take us. But sometimes I just get nervous. Yeah, I think that's a natural reaction. But I see I see where it comes from. I'm not, I'm not oblivious to that. I think it's also just about me learning to, you know, like take ownership of that fact. Like, I'm still very much so, I wouldn't say... I'm all the way in that kind of mindset, but I still have tendencies to slip back into that, um, like that roommate mindset. And that's kind of, we had that talk a few years ago when we first moved in with each other. So I'm still trying to change the way I'm viewing the situation as opposed to we are an engaged couple. This is my household. I should be leading it to the best of my ability with, you know, guidance from the Lord above and and making things shape. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think that's what got us to like. Yeah. So we had a few talks today. And, and what I love and appreciate about them is that um, we got through them and we got to some solutions that works for us right now. I think as long as we do that, then we'll be okay. And then I kind of got like emotional because if y'all don't watch This Is Us, listen. <laughs> I was about to cry. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. This to is you. us always tries to get me. Like if it's not, I feel like at least every two or three episodes it gets me. But every episode it try, and so these past few episodes, I ain't, I don't really want to spoil nothing because if you don't watch it, you need to go watch it. But they were it was about um or wrapped around Randall, which is the black son, and his wife Beth. And um, I kind of always looked up to them as a couple. And even though I know you probably shouldn't do that because it's TV and all written, but I still admired their their teamwork. And that's something since the beginning of the show that they always um, did well, is that they worked well as a team. It wasn't like he's leading her or she was leading him, but they worked well with each other. And that's kind of what this week reminded me of. Um, as it pertains to Shannon is just getting back to what that teamwork felt like because we haven't really been in instances where we had to, you know, be together for more than five hours, you know, for real, when you think about it, outside of us being asleep. And so I have enjoyed um, feeling that teamwork again this week and just being with my road dog. Oh, thanks. What you say? If you can remove your hand off of my neck, please. <laughs> she be so far from the mic, y'all. I said, oh, thanks. Thanks. I feel the same way. I think, um, yeah. <laughs> y'all see this? I think, um, yeah. I think, um, yeah. I think uh, you said it. Yeah, we do work good together, though, babe. You be on my nerves. I know. 
Back to the beginning. <laughs> he be on my nerves, but he be right sometimes. You think it has a problem she with does. admitting. She do, y'all. This is probably this is the second time today. It's probably the last one I get for the probably. next three months. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You think I got a problem with... I will say I have a small one. Huh? Might be a little slight. It might be a medium. <laughs> but, um... Am I... Am I not submissive, do you think? I don't know. I never really looked for you to be submissive. That's not my that's not my jam. It's not my cup of tea. Um that's why I don't really get into all of the the, the biblical terminologies of it all. Okay. But that but that's just me. Um But it I'm has actually to be a, looking a part of it though, right? Yeah, but I think that's both ways because I'm also very clear on when I know you are better at something than I am. I have no problem with letting you take the lead, like none whatsoever. And then in that regard, then I become submissive to you. I just follow your directive because I know that you know what you're talking about. I guess in the reverse is just that you don't believe me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> now the truth comes out. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes. No, it's all good. But she be proving me wrong. I know. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what it is. And that's what it's been. Um I still love her unconditionally. Nothing has changed. She's just here now. I love touching her face. Cause I don't get to do it often. I just go and put my hand right. Did y'all hear that? Y'all hear it? <laughs> right on her face. Because I just love it so much. Well, I'm here, so get used to it. I'm, I am. I, I think this week was a really well-needed crash course. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we passed it with flying colors. Y'all watch This Is Us, because when I tell you, that was like, it was low-key like a mirror. It was a mirror. And that also sparked another conversation that we had. What? Um, That scene when they were talking about the nachos. Oh, my God. So you never told me. <laughs> I never told you what. Do I leave you with the crumbs? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you leave me with the crumbs. <laughs> well, funny. Why? Do you feel like you leave me with the crumbs? Sometimes. Okay. Not intentionally, but sometimes you make me feel bad about like doing stuff for me. Really? Sometimes. Like, and it may way? just be like work or, you know. But. Even, like, with the church stuff, it was kind of like. Yeah, babe. Okay. I, I, I see what you're saying there. But here's here's my viewpoint. It's not that I'm trying to make you feel bad for doing something I know you're not you. trying to make me feel bad. I uh-huh. don't. That was wrong choice of words. You good. But continue. I just want you. Sometimes I, I feel like I'm going to battle for you because you are very easygoing. You are so sweet to strangers. You need to be careful with that. I guess it's because I'm from Baltimore, you know. I don't really... I'm kind, but I'm not dumb. And so I don't... And that's not to say you are. Oh, wow. But, <laughs> oh, nice. But, you know, I don't really... I don't really... You can't give everybody... can't show everybody your full hand. And I feel like sometimes you kind of go into situations with an open heart, just, you know, praying that things will turn out for the best. And that's all fine and dandy, but you have to take into account human reaction and humans are just that they're human we're flawed people and so i feel like sometimes i have to go to battle for you on your behalf to bring you kind of back into the reality of some of your situations because you are always so optimistic about them and that's a good trait to be but i don't yeah that's not to say you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that but i just want you to realize that there are a few different sides to that situation that you need to be aware of and what does this look like in five days? And what does this look like in 15 days? And what does this look like in six months? You know what I'm saying? Because you will be so gung-ho and then you'll look up and you got to find another job. All because you put all your pebbles in one basket. Do I put my pebbles in one basket? Sometimes, babe. You are very like, this is the this is the hill I'm going to die on. You, know, <laughs> you ever heard For that real? term? Yeah. This is how, that's how it is with you sometimes. Like if you once you find a pro, a project and you latch onto it and you come become connected 
it'll be signs and wonders of how it's not okay. And that's what I love about you is that you'll always find the good in any bad situation. But sometimes that scares me because do you still see that it's possibly a really bad situation, you know, or are you just that tunnel vision on the good that you just going to keep trucking along? It's a give or take. I mean, I think that trait makes you very loyal um, as a person. Right. But like what situation has happened where I was so tunnel vision that. I mean, I think your current situation is a good example. Really? Yeah, because I'm not I'm not saying that it's it's not going to turn out because you've actually given me more faith in the situation. Um, But I will admit that, you know, maybe about two months ago, I kind of was like, you need to get out. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because that's scary to be committed to something so wholeheartedly that even when they pull food right out your mouth, you still feel the need to go back. Like I said, I'm behind you and I feel like I, I know that you know what you're doing. I support you 100%. That's where I'm at now with it. But I'll tell you, <laughs> when you first was laying it all out to me, I was just like, ball? Hmm? What? Really? Yeah. It was like, you don't see these red flags. We had that conversation, like flag after flag after flag. And it's like, but yeah, I'm going to go. I'm still going to stay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, babe. Well, you know, rock it. Oh, and you quitting your job? You said you're doing this full time and this is where we going? Okay, cool. Rock it. You got it. You okay. It. I mean, I can see how that can be scary. Yeah. And that's, so, yeah. That's weird because I don't view myself as optimistic. At all. I know you don't. And that's that's the other piece of that. It's just that I I always feel like... And I, I guess that's the reason why I always come off so combative. Because I always feel like I have to introduce to you another viewpoint for you about you. Does that make okay. sense? Mm-hmm. And I don't mind doing it. But it also... Sure? <laughs> I don't. I don't. Because it's just like I tell my kids at school. Like, I go for battle. I go to a battle. Like, at, I literally mean war. For my kids, like I tell them how it is, I kick it to them straight. And when I'm having a one on one with a kid, I tell them that. And then I tell them, even if it means I have to fight you, because they love to do the dumbest stuff and just think because they're young that it's okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm not here for that. And so, like, I kind of tie that into this situation where it's like, I feel responsible for you in a way that. I want you to be at your full consciousness and, you know, just be as elevated as possible. Like that's I feel like that's a part of my job to help you be uplifted, even if that means sometimes pulling the wool from in front of your very own eyes. And that's not always going to be an easy conversation or, you know, Mm -hmm. an easy battle. But I'm still willing to get it done. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah. what's the takeaway? Communication is key. Right, babe? One second. <laughs> <laughs> yes, communication is key. Um, as long as you and your partner are expressing how they feel, which I have a hard time doing sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but at least trying yeah. to make that effort to at least get better at something that Communication is, can be hard sometimes. Yeah, definitely. So, um, but just actively listening and taking what the other person is saying into consideration at all times and actively practicing that, I think everything will turn out okay. Yeah, absolutely. I think another takeaway is to also spend some like quality R and R time with your partner. Like, and I'm not talking about vacation or anything like that. I'm talking about just some hours where y'all are doing nothing together like and just get to know them a little more because I think that this week has been very beneficial to us because we've just been here and you know chilling out together and, and able to have those physical conversations with each other to even make sure that the communication is open I've realized that like I was talking about earlier, when it's just like the humdrum life of getting off work and seeing each other after work, it can become very routine and those feelings can actually fall in line with that routine and that you know every day you miss your partner just because you haven't seen them all day and so when you come home you're hit with this euphoria of oh I've missed you but um 
I charge you to try and look for some other emotions and start to, you know, create a real whole relationship with your partner. What's your music mania, babe? That's the only one I can think of. And I can't even say it's really... I'm still in it. Oh, I know what it was. Duh. Coachella, guys. Was this past... I didn't go. <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I was watching the live performances on YouTube. And, um... Push a T, boring. Stop. You from here. That's rude. <laughs> so, listen, you need some other stage managers and directors. I don't and know what all of the ice and heat. They right. have like fur. What is happening? Fur flipping. Don't do that. Eskimo outfits. <laughs> it was a lot. Yes. Push and a T, no. Desert. No, that was not okay. Any Mm-mm. performance you enjoyed? I did enjoy the Emily King one. I remember that one. I enjoyed, um, I don't, oh, what was it called? Hold on. It's on the tip of my tongue. Blood Orange. That's what it's called. Uh. But it was this group that was singing Mm -hmm. and, um, some people in the group was just not okay, but the band was really good and I enjoyed that. It was very, um, almost kind of like psychedelic music, just a little bit. So I kind of enjoyed it. And then I saw maybe a clip of Anderson Pack's mm. performance. He's so dope. Yeah. And what's your music mania? My music mania, even though I have a disclaimer, but I'll leave it for the end. My music mania was kind of related to Coachella, but it was actually Beyonce. Beyonce dropped this uh, Homecoming documentary on Netflix the day after my birthday, along with a homecoming album. And it was basically her it was it was her Coachella performance from last year. Mm-hmm. And they called it Baychella. Um because she was the first African American woman to headline Coachella in history. So she thought it was it's a good Beachella. idea. Beachella, right. She dropped a documentary that was low key a concert. It was the actual concert, the Coachella performance, mixed in with some documentary clips. Um, it was really good. It was very um, eye-opening. Um, I really enjoyed the music because her whole design or creative process behind the performance was to do like a HBCU um, live band. She had like a full orchestra with all of the horns and um strings, she had a, a whole new set of background singers, which those of you who follow Beyonce kind of know she sticks with her mamas. But yeah, she had the band dancers. She had like way more than she normally would. She also had male dancers. Um, It was just a really big production and it very much so symbolized the black culture on a HBCU campus. I enjoyed that aspect more than anything. Mm-hmm. I'm still getting through the album because um, I feel like I heard the music for, on the actual documentary. Um, but here's my disclaimer. I love Beyonce. I really do. But I am actively not a part of the Beehive. There is some days I wake up and I just don't get the hype. But I do recognize her to be a very intelligent, beautiful, well-versed, well-performed artist. And creative. Just like Michael Jackson. I know a few people going to crucify me. Um, but my close friends already know this. Um, and it's my brother's fault. Shout out to him. But I'm really not a big Michael Jackson fan. Because my brother really overdid Thriller for me. Who, Chris? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. I can never picture him. Exactly. But guess what? It happened. And because of that, I just can't. It's just all too much. Um, and so I kind of put them in the same boat. And I think even in that regard, I mean, that I speaks the to their gr- their greatness, right? <laughs> Michael is cool, but he ain't played no instruments for real. He couldn't really sing. How like, you know? if y'all really, he didn't really play a lot. Like, if you're comparing him to Prince, Prince was a way better musician. But Michael, he could hear it, but he couldn't play it. I he mean, can but sing that's it a gift you. all in itself. Yeah, I am. I'm saying that. Y'all see but, this when her musician side is about to get her in trouble with this vocalist here. But go ahead. But Michael still could not sing. I just want to make that clear. To you. If y'all think Jesse Smollett can sing, Ooh. that's what he sounds like. You are really going. You are trying it on this podcast. Don't wait till we get to the end to oh want to turn up. Oh, God. But yes. 
These, I just want the world to know these are her own thoughts. Please don't come and grill They're me. Real, though. You um, put both of them on the track together. You ain't gonna know who's who. <laughs> <laughs> you not. <laughs> Those were our music manias. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Please don't forget to like, comment, leave a review, a five-star review. Also, I am going to apologize in advance because I don't know when this is going to be aired. Because Easter is here. And um, we're going to the country to see my family. Oh, yeah. So if this comes out after Monday, you're welcome. <laughs> don't worry. It, you, you all will get it. And remember, this is just our spring break blues. So we're getting through them and... We're about to get back on the saddle and get through the rest of this work year. It's not long. It's not long. So remember to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe. And as Shannon likes to say, remember that every obstacle that comes your way is not a mountain. Grow through what you go through. Remember to trust the process and put in the work to have more than curb appeal. Later, guys. Later. Later.